Hey, Hero Makers, April Sunshine here, and I want to tell you about the podcast Being Boss, hosted by Emily Thompson. It's all about the exploration of not only what it means, but what it takes to be boss as a creative business owner, freelancer, or side hustler. Being Boss is another amazing resource for anyone interested in getting inspired, or more importantly, getting started. Here are some episodes that I think you're really going to love. Heal your relationship with rest and overcome creative burnout. What to do before hiring employees for your small business and setting boundaries, expectations and standards in business. As a business owner, freelancer and side hustler who listens to podcasts, this is another great one to add to the queue. So listen to Being Boss wherever you get your podcasts. In order to grow your business, you are always looking for ways to reach a wider audience and get more customers. And we use marketing to do that, but so many people are missing out on free opportunities to reach a wider audience. And this week, we're gonna give you some practical tips on how to do that as we continue our conversation on how to use public relations strategies to reach a wider audience and grow your business. Hello, Hero Makers. Welcome to the Marketing Made Simple podcast powered by StoryBrand and brought to you by the HubSpot Network, where we believe your marketing should be easy and it should work. I'm your host, Dr. JJ Peterson, and I'm joined by my co-host, April Sunshine Hawkins. Hey, JJ. Okay, Hero Makers... I don't know if you know this, but Dr. J.J. Peterson has some things on his resume, some dance gigs. (laughs) He got paid cash money for dancing Mm. like no one was watching. And I I think that we all need to know how did you score those? <laughs> because I, I would like to add some of those to my to resume. Own, I'm yeah. sure that our hero makers out there, there are some people, they want to know, how can they too be the Dr. J.J. Peterson dancer extraordinaire? <laughs> well, um, first off, you need to have the body of a dancer. Like, And yes. so I think when anybody looks at me, that's like what they say immediately. It's just like <laughs> ballet. Like that guy was built for ballet. Like- <laughs> Long legs, no. Um, long torso, no. Um, you know, but that's. I think that's first. So obviously, clearly, like I, I don't know if I can help you a lot because you have to have my build. Okay. Um, All right. Good and to then know. secondly, you have to be able to, which is going to be harder here very soon. But you have to be able to be on Ellen. Um, because <laughs> oh, she's, she's retiring. She's retiring. She's retiring. But my dance journey uh, started on Ellen, oddly enough, because when I was going to grad school in Southern California, and I a friend was in town, and I decided to go to uh, see Ellen. And what Ellen does is before she even comes out, you know, everybody kind of knows like every she makes people dance and everything, but they make you dance for like 45 minutes. Oh, wow. Like 45 minutes to an hour of just like. Like you're in the club. Yes. Oh, it's constant hype. And then it like settles a little bit. And then they uh, like the person comes back out and is like, get on your feet. I mean, it's just like great. <laughs> I was sweating so hard because I went all out. Like I went absolutely all out. What I didn't know is they were filming the whole time. Okay. Doing this, 
And so the next week, she took a couple highlights. So she did a highlight of her favorite dancers from the previous week. And um, I opened and closed the segment. Oh, it's like me twice on there. That's incredible, JJ. <laughs> and then when she, this is, this will tell you how long ago it was, but for her 500th episode, she made an entire compilation of her in of her favorite dancers of her show so far, and I did the same thing. I opened and oh I closed the segment. Yeah, <laughs> is there video footage? Like, can we see this? <laughs> like, Where is this? The only video footage I had was on my MySpace page. Okay, that's literally how long ago this was. Got it. Is Got I, it. If MySpace is still up, you may be able to find it. But then, <laughs> <laughs> what happened is some friends of mine saw that dance. Yes. So me dancing on Ellen. And they decided to create a video series that was for like conferences or churches that was like a five minute countdown. So like before the service would start or before like the session would start, you would put up this countdown and they wanted it to be Christmas themed. So they put me in a Santa costume. Oh, yes, they did. And I danced for five minutes straight. I mean, well, I dance for a lot more than that, but the clips are five minutes of Dancing Santa Countdown. Oh, my gosh. And so I danced for five minutes on that, and um, that ended up actually paying for grad school <gasps> for me. Like, yeah, that helped me get through grad school because I owned a part of the video. Like, I actually, yes. part of the deal was they gave me a percentage yes. of all the sales of this countdown. So then, <laughs> so I had, you know, I did a free thing on Ellen, right. which got me a paid thing of where I danced as Santa in a Santa costume. And then- Body of a dancer. I was also at the time body of a dancer. <laughs> yes, 100%. Santa costume is what they think of when they think of dancers. And so I, at the time, was doing a little bit of side acting. I, I had toured and done improv comedy and I, you know, was on a couple different TV shows and stuff. So I had an agent and I got submitted for a Missy Elliott music video. Okay. And so that was the submission based on the dancing Santa. Okay. <laughs> and I went in and I auditioned with Missy Elliott. Like she was like actually with her. with her. She was, yeah. And I think honestly, the reason I ended up, spoiler alert, I got the gig is because she and I are the same height. No way. Yeah, Missy Elliott and I are the same height. Misdemeanor herself. Um, I, and I can't stand the rain. <laughs> yes. How fun. Oh, my but, gosh. But uh, I ended up, yeah, getting paid for that as well. So it kind of turned into that Ellen, like being on Ellen and just like dancing turned into a paid you know, countdown video, which turned into a paid Missy Elliott video, which now has turned into paying off at uh, like – a funny story that I tell at every party. <laughs> but that first thing, it was it was free and it wasn't something that you produced. No, 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 definitely. I, well, I produced the moves. I'll tell you that Obviously. right now. Because um, I got moves you ain't never seen. <laughs> JJ, this is so much fun. And I'm, I'm really sad that like the Ellen show is ending because I would love to go with you, you know, yeah. to so that I can. We should call her. She probably wants us on our final episode. I mean, it's obviously, probably, probably what she wants. <laughs> you're gonna open and you're gonna close. I it. need to. You I need. need she to. needs me to. <laughs> so this appearance that you had on Ellen was free publicity for you that led to paid work, and this is really reminiscent of my conversation with Lauren Quedar Cockrell today, one of our Story Brand Certified Guides. And we talk about PR, public relations, and how this kind of borrowed media or 
or third-party endorsement, kind of like you got on Ellen, helped show people what you could do for them in another arena. And so we're helping you hero makers out there figure out some tactical practicals behind how you can potentially get on some news outlets or publications where your heroes are actually hanging out, watching or reading. This is one of the most underutilized ways to get in front of new audiences that might not know about you and your products. And last week we talked about public relations in the way that like marketing is often paid exposure, right? So you're paying for ads, you're paying to send emails out or create PDFs. And really public relations is almost what we would say is earned media, right? To where somebody gives you authority based on the knowledge or the expertise that you bring, and they elevate you on their own platform. And it's typically not paid, you know? So same kind of thing like when movie stars go on Jimmy Kimmel or Jimmy Fallon, like their whole thing is they get exposure to the Kimmel and Fallon audiences to promote their movies. And they don't get paid to be on there. They don't pay to be on there. But they're kind of providing good content for those shows, right? So they're providing great entertainment for the late night audiences, right? So they're doing something for the late night shows to be on the shows. But then in turn, those shows are giving them this huge exposure to a very wide audience. And it's free. It's an opportunity to get in front of people that you would never be in front of otherwise and grow your audience to ultimately promote, in this case, for our hero makers, their business. So whether you're looking to score a new dancing gig or whatever it is that you do with your business and you're wanting more of that, you are going to love hearing from Lauren Quidar Cockrell, one of our Story Brand Certified Guides, about how to practically do this. All right, so we are talking about PR, public relations. And I love public relations because a lot of people, they really struggle to actually talk about themselves. And it's really great whenever somebody else can kind of do it for them a little bit. And that I really is what a lot of PR is about. Can you talk about the power of PR and why you love it so much? Thank you. I would love to. So one of the really special things, and especially since becoming a guide, that's been really clear to me, you know, we get to talk about ourselves when it comes to our empathy and then our authority. And and like you said, it is so much easier when you have this sort of third party hype person talking about what you're doing and how you're serving your, your clients and customers. And so when someone reads a story about you in the newspaper or online or in, in a credible blog or something like that, that really has an extended value than if they got an email from you. Now, everything needs to tie together and be consistent. But if maybe they saw your social media and then they see this article about you, that really elevates you in their mind and sets you apart from the competition. So once somebody sees you in this third party kind of setting, it kind of opens up a story loop in their mind or or it could be kind of like whenever I see a show on Netflix and then I say it out loud to a friend or on Insta stories or whatnot, and then another friend also says it out loud. It's like 
it's like, oh man, this is really coming up and I'm seeing this kind of everywhere. Maybe I should watch this show. Do your clients experience some of that as well? Definitely. It, it does. It builds that credibility. It builds that authority. Like, oh, man, everyone's talking about this, this company. I really need to pay attention to them. They are everywhere. Maybe I'm seeing the, the problems they're solving. Maybe they can solve my problem. I'm experiencing that. My, my friend is talking about them. I just saw this article get shared on Facebook and they're also in my email inbox. Okay. You know, signs, you know, it's, it's like a bolt of lightning of, I need to stop what I'm doing and I'm going to go ahead and check them out. You know, now's the time. And so if someone's comparing two seemingly similar companies, but one is in the paper or uh, online or whatnot, and then the other one really doesn't have that third party endorsement, then the people who do have that endorsement are going to get more interest and more leads. So whenever you have a client that has been featured somewhere, how do you incorporate that into the existing messaging, website, emails? Like, how do you really capitalize on that for your clients? Definitely. A lot of my clients for whom we do that media relations type work, we will certainly make sure it's on their website. You know, you you see brands all the time having that as seen in section on their homepage and maybe there's a, a news or press page. So that's a way that, you know, if someone's checking out your website, oh, okay, they've they've been featured somewhere. Oh, I know these, I know these news media brands. Um, that that does lend some credibility. So so we have it on their website, of course. And then we also like to use it in our promotional materials where we're we're putting it on social media, you know, um as as seen in this article, thank you so much reporter and outlet for including us and then tagging them. So, and they'll, they'll show that too a lot of times and then love to share it in email updates where, you know, maybe we're sharing some information and then, Oh, you know, in case you missed it, we were included this article. So it can be used in a lot of different ways in your sales and marketing and people get excited for you generally. I mean, if you're a good brand and you have and your clients generally want you to be successful. And so they, they want to share that too. I have a lo- local restaurant client. I mean, time they're in the, in, in the media and we share it on social media, their, their customers love to share that too. Cause it's their, it's one of their favorite restaurants and they just want to be supportive. And so that tends to really have a multitude effect across uh, channels and audiences where people are happy for you. The idea of planning a wedding is just stressful. (laughs) You've got to have a wedding coordinator who figures out like who's going to sit at what table and when is the DJ going to show up and is the cake going to arrive on time and what time do we bring out those hors d'oeuvres. Planning like the whole event can just be incredibly overwhelming, especially when Uncle Jerry is allergic to shellfish, right? (laughs) So you've got to have a way of figuring out how to keep all of the details in one place, get everybody organized so your entire team that's putting on your wedding can work together. Well, it's the same thing when you're creating marketing campaigns, right? There are all of these details that have to come together to make sure that you get the right customers, connect with them at the right time, and build a marketing campaign that works. And you can do that with HubSpot. HubSpot allows you to keep every customer in mind with dedicated marketing collaboration and SEO tools that help you optimize your website and your overall campaign so everything goes off without a hitch. With team collaboration tools like integrated marketing calendars and in-app commenting, everybody's on the same page. With HubSpot's SEO recommendations, you can easily identify website issues and optimize your pages to get more traffic. If you don't hire a wedding coordinator, 
calendar for your big day, it just makes so much work for you and you're probably going to drop some details. Well, it's the exact same thing with HubSpot. Learn how your business can grow better with ease at HubSpot.com. JJ, you know who I love? Who? Well, you, but also (laughs) our StoryBrand Certified Guide community. Yes, I love our guides so much. A group of them recently got together and they were working on their businesses. They were working on their clients' businesses and we were tagged on LinkedIn. Yes. And I've got to read you what Debbie Girardi said. Yes. Okay, so Debbie Girardi, she's one of our guides and she said, this is already the best most productive, affirmational, and inspirational week. And we're only midway through. Every time I've heard Donald Miller, JJ Peterson, and April Sunshine Hawkins proclaim, Story Brand Marketing Guides are the best marketers in the world. I'd roll my eyes at such a hyperbolic sounding cheesy sales stick. (laughs) (laughs) But this past year as a Story Brand Guide has validated the substance behind that claim. The daily virtual interactions within our broader story brand community have been a hundred times my wildest expectations when I took the story brand certification leap exactly a year ago. This is the tribe I've been seeking for so long. I am profoundly grateful for you all. Oh my gosh, I love that so much. And it's so true. We hear that over and over and and it's not hyperbolic. I mean, it really is like, it's not shtick. Really, the StoryBrand Certified Guides are the best marketers in the world, and it's the best community. It really is the best community. And if you are an independent marketer, an agency, a designer, a copywriter, and you have been kind of going through this process alone, our StoryBrand Guide Certification is for you. We actually have a training coming up on May 10th through the 13th. Just go to storybrand.com slash guide, and you can apply to be a part of the May 2022 training. So go to storybrand.com slash guide and apply today for the May 10th through the 13th certification training. It's going to be amazing. And now back to the show. So our hero makers, if they want to, let's say, get a news piece created about mm-hmm. something that they're working on um, in in their brand. How would they go about what What would be the first steps? It, let's say, of course, they could hire a PR agency to like do it for them, somebody who actually has the relationships and whatnot. But if if they were going to create a pitch themselves and send it over to a news media outlet or a reporter, like what what should they do? What should they include? Great question. So first of all, backing up a little bit, they really need to be clear about who their target audience is. So if you are a business to business professional services company, for instance, thinking in terms of your local business media. So if you are lucky enough to have a business journal in your town or even just the business writer for your local paper, something that is specifically related to the people that you are serving. Because you wouldn't necessarily, if you're if you are that B2B service provider, sending some information to the entertainment reporter is a waste of everyone's time. So yes. you need to be very clear about who you're targeting and what would actually make for a news story. I One thing I see with clients a lot of times, especially if PR is new to them, 
is they mistake what is news and exciting for them to what would be perceived to be newsworthy to a reporter or the, or the reader or viewer. So thinking in terms of, is this, does this make sense outside of our four walls? You know, yes, it's great that we've been in business for a year or two, but that in itself is not a news story. So you really need to think creatively about, does anyone care beyond us? <laughs> yes. <laughs> so, you know, and that's, that can be um, a, a tough moment. You know, it's, it's easy to get excited. You're doing great, you know, keep going, but let's think who else would care about this besides you and your mom? <laughs> So the, thinking in terms of, okay, I, I need to read my own local paper it, online, on your phone, wherever you're reading it, um, and support local journalism, please be, be aware of what those reporters are writing about. So say you're following Bob and he's been writing stories about uh, companies that are really helping people during the, the, co- the COVID pandemic. And you might have a story about how you're doing that. What are you doing differently, for instance, with your employees or how are you really going above and beyond for your customers and say, hi, Bob, really enjoyed your piece about XYZ client or uh, business. I think we have an interesting story to tell along that as well. And then if you can do as much heavy lifting for them as possible while being really clear and concise, you know, give them a couple bullet points, let them know that you have still art or even B-roll, which is a video that someone can use. It doesn't even matter if it's a newspaper, everyone is hungry for video content. So if you've got something, it, it can, it doesn't have to be super professional as long as it's, you know, you can see it <laughs> and it, yeah. it tells a visual story, letting them know that you had that kind of sets you up for success and then send them a note and then you can give them a call and be respectful of deadlines and things like that. It's like, is this a, is this a good time? If you can even find a phone number, one way, you know, you can go to a news sites page, go to their about page and look for the reporter's contact information. They don't always publish it, but you can also use services like Hunter io to look up a publication and you can see for free um you need to create an account but you can see people's email addresses there so that that's one you know it's a couple little tools of the trade to find some folks and then if you do have something exciting happening if you're launching a business or you're launching a new product line you can create a press release and then set up an account on something like prweb.com and pick one of their news distribution services for a couple hundred bucks and get it out there get some seo i mean it, it might not be picked up by publication but at least it's out there and then you can share that. And, and that's kind of exciting. You're on the quote unquote newswire. So, you know, just using some of those tools to help further along the story. So you mentioned Bob, right? Bob is somebody yes. who is creating content on behalf of whatever publication that he works for. And what I heard you say is you're really wanting our hero makers to set Bob up as the hero. Mm-hmm, absolutely. It's like, hey, you want great news pieces. And I've noticed that you've been writing a lot of pieces on this topic. I have one that could potentially work for you, right? And so just kind of knowing that Bob is the hero whenever you're creating yes. the pitch <laughs> is yes. kind of a, an important factor because then Bob is much more likely to say, oh, yeah, that is actually something that I want and something that I'm looking for. So can you talk about how the news piece or or whatever somebody would be creating can express empathy and authority? Sure. And I want to go back to a second. You know, when we're talking about Bob, our reporter, these these reporters who are working so hard in their newsrooms to, and they're doing so many jobs. So if you can remember that they are human beings as well, and that, and, and come and, and really lean into that empathy, this, you know, 
appreciating their hard work that they're doing and trying to set them up for success will really go a long way. They're not there to just do your bidding, but if you can give them a great story that's going to get shared a lot, that benefits them too and getting clicks and their boss loves that too. So just kind of thinking in terms of the full piece that they, you know, leaning into that empathy and the humanity of it will will be helpful to you. Um, But as far as empathy and authority with news pieces, when a lot of stories are really, you know, yes, they're about accomplishments or milestones or whatever, but they're still about human to human. Like what, what is, um, what problems are you solving for people? I mean, those are the stories that are getting shared, but it's really at, at its core. What are you doing for that person? Even if it's a restaurant? Um, yes, it's some three course, amazing dinner that you need to go to, but, but why, and what, you know, what's special about it and what's it going to do for the people who get to go and experience something along those lines. This human to human element, it just keeps coming up. And somebody even said the other day, like H2H, kind of like B2B is business to business. Like if we can think in H2H, human to human, that's really what the story brand framework is utilized for, right? It's drawing somebody into a story, making it about the human aspects, not just about all of the products or the features as it pertains to the actual product or service, but about the human being that it's going to resonate with, that it's going to affect and and help them achieve some sort of success. So, so it sounds like, you know, in order to have some video footage or or something that would be shareable, our hero makers, they need to go out and they need to produce something. So at an event, maybe just hiring a videographer or someone with a phone to be capturing images and video while those human moments are happening so that there is something to give to these media outlets whenever they ask, oh, hey, that's a great story. We'd love to do a piece on it. So can you talk about some tips to capture those things? I'm glad you asked that because as you were leaning into the human to human element, that's what I was going to say. Yes, that's why imagery is so important because we are very drawn to images. And if you can have artwork and moving footage like B-roll and so forth, that does set you up for further success with the outlet and then the audience because that's much more interesting than just black and white words on a page, you know, having that artwork there. And it's a lot like when we do story brand websites or marketing, we want to show that successful result. What is, what does it look like when you're using this product or service? It's that happy end result. And so if you can think in terms of that for your, for your artwork for media as well. So say you run a nonprofit, you know, can you show the the successful result of your volunteers working with the end user, for instance, you know, what does it look like when people have a hot meal to eat? Or if you are a business to business service provider, you're maybe having a conference room where people are engaging in the content that you're providing, but, you know, people smiling and happy or, or they're overcoming their issue, you know, visually telling that story in still images and, and, and B-roll. Um, and then you know, as far as the video footage, you don't have to necessarily have people talking because it's going to roll into, if, especially if it's a broadcast news piece on TV where they're going to be talking over you anyway. So you just want to see in the background, you know, again, smiley, happy, like this is working. It's great. <laughs> um, so that that's the kind of information you're, you're looking to present. And so, yes, if you can hire someone for a, a quick photo shoot or even an hour at an event or 
creating something where you're bringing in real clients or, or real people who work for you, make sure they sign a video release for you. Um, so they all have all your I's dotted and T's crossed, but, but yeah, I mean, that, that's what they're looking for. And then what I like to do is create either a Google drive folder or a Dropbox folder. So you're not sending a thousand gigabytes over to the reporter, just having a link that they can go and download what they need is, is a really easy way to do that. Lauren, this is really helpful. I think to help our hero makers go, okay, I don't have to do everything. <laughs> like I can get started with something simple and just collecting footage of whatever the event is going to be and thinking about Bob or whoever it is that you're going to be reaching out to, to kind of craft it for them in a way that makes their job easier. I mean, just those two things alone will really help somebody get their story shared. Lauren, thank you so much for sharing how our hero makers can take practical steps to get their product and their expertise out there on other people's platforms so that they can elevate their own. I love that so much. And if you are stuck trying to figure out how to apply the story brand framework into your marketing and public relations strategies, you can hire a story brand certified guide like Lauren Queter Cockrell. Just go to marketingmadesimple.com to hire a guide that will show you how to clarify your message and create marketing that works. Well, Hero Makers, it's time to apply everything you learned with this week's actionable step, which is a practical step from today's conversation you can immediately use to shape your marketing and clarify your message. Today's actionable step is just very practical, and it's going to be very simple. I want you right now to think about who is your target audience and what media do they consume? That's the main thing. Where is your audience hanging out? Where are your customers hanging out? Are they reading blogs? Are they reading magazines? Are they listening to podcasts? And what are those? That's what I want you to focus on right now. Who is your target audience and what media are they consuming? That's the main thing. And I want you to write down three. Give me three. I'm telling you to give me three like I'm there with you, but I want you to actually do this. Give me three. What are three media outlets that you can think of where your audience is hanging out? That's all I want you to do for today. Then I want you to start thinking about what are the ways that you can make it easy for the people who are running those media platforms to have you on? Is it that you need to write a blog? Is it that you need to write an article? Is it that you need to develop some free resource? Do you need to get some media training? You want to make it easy for them to bring you on because you want to provide value. You want to offer value to their audiences. When you can offer value to their audiences, you make it so easy to be on their platform. So for today, I don't want you to be overwhelmed, especially if you've never done this before. I want you to think of three media outlets where your target audience hangs out. That's it. That's it for today. Step two, tomorrow, <laughs> what I want you to do is think about how you can provide value to those platforms and their audiences so that you make it so easy for them to invite you on their platform. 
That's all for this week's episode of Marketing Made Simple. Thank you so much for listening and believing like us that your marketing should be easy and it should work. Follow Marketing Made Simple wherever you listen to podcasts and don't forget to rate and review the show, letting us know how these tips are clarifying your message and growing your business. We'll see you next week. Hey, you cannot stop me. You cannot stop me. Go.